So, we're back with uh, real life now. Simeon and Anna had been waiting a long time. They knew God had some purpose for them. It had been revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Messiah. Some people at the time were waiting for a violent overthrow that would bring to power another king of David's line. But Simeon was one of what were called the quiet in the land. They believed in a life of quiet prayer and constant watchfulness until God should come. Simeon had been guided by the Holy Spirit to go to the temple to see Jesus, just as the shepherds had been guided by the angel. Simeon was guided to do that on the very day that Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to be circumcised. That's an example of God at work in an act of what I sometimes call God incidents. And when Simeon saw the boy Jesus, he recognised him immediately, and so did Anna. God clearly broke through into their lives. Just as God broke through into the lives uh, of the shepherds, and we speculated into the lives of the innkeeper's wife and the last person whose conversation we listened into in Lindfield. Anna, we're told, was of a great age. She was regarded as a prophetess. That's not necessarily someone who foretold the future, but someone especially uh, close to God. Her husband had died when they'd been married only seven years, and she then lived as a widow to the age of 84. Although Anna was old and had known sorrow, she'd never lost hope. When she sees uh, the baby Jesus, she praises God and tells people of her experience, which, of course, is what evangelism is all about. Everything in the Bible is there for a purpose. And as I prepared for today, I wondered if the story of Simon, Simeon and Anna is there as an encouragement to those people who perhaps feel that because of age they can't be more actively involved in the work of the church, but they can be prayerfully active. We're told Simeon was devout. Another translation says he lived in prayerful expectancy. And Anna worshipped night and day. At that moment, Mary and Joseph needed uh, Anna and Simeon to reinforce what they had already been told about their son. Uh, Anna and Simeon had been waiting for them and thanked God for them. And now they were released from their task. Now they could, in Simeon's words, depart in peace. Uh, Simeon's words have been captured in what we call the uh, the nunc dimittis, meaning now you dismiss, which we will say together at the end of the service this morning. Perhaps this Christmas, some of you will have read or reread Christmas Carol, or seen one of the many different versions on 
television. My wife says there have been three different versions of Christmas Carol on television this year. Certainly I saw one of them. In uh, Christmas Carol, the miserly Scrooge is brought face to face with what he has been. And he resolves to change his ways. Uh, He allows generosity and a caring concern for others to break into his life. So this Christmas, have we allowed God to break into our lives? Have we opened our hearts to receive God afresh? Have we allowed God to to soften us, to mould us afresh? Christmas is almost past. It's December the 30th. Maybe leave it until next year. Okay. But of course, Scrooge, who has the privilege of looking into the future, finds that if he leaves it another year, it'll be too late. Simeon, in our Bible passage, says he can now depart this world in peace because he has met the Messiah. And I hope and pray that before the decorations come down, before the last mince pie is eaten, before Christmas 2018 is finally done and packed away, I pray that we will truly feel that we have met the Messiah, God's Son. And that we can depart Christmas in peace.